Good evening, church. And welcome tonight to Bible study. I want to thank God for another beautiful opportunity again that we all have as we join in to fellowship together tonight. I want to welcome you all as you join in and I trust God that we're going to have a great time with the word of God tonight. Welcome <clears throat> once again and um, Happy New Year to you all. This evening, we're going to be fellowshipping with the word and we'll be trusting God for a deep insight into his will for us, particularly in this year. I want to welcome us all to the family and to the privilege we all have begin to explore the word of the Lord together. Um, this year is particularly an interesting year, just as every other year is going to be until the Lord returns again. Every manifestation of the prophecy of the happenings of the end time will intensify. And my prayer is that none of us will be caught unawares. None of us will fall prey to the deception of the evil one. And by the examining of the word of God, the truth of the kingdom will be revealed and the word of God will preserve us. Uh, before we go in tonight, I want us to have a word of prayer together. Our Father, we come again with an open heart in this year. We've come, Lord, that our lives might align with your counsel and eternal purpose. But having professed Jesus as Lord, there will be a transformation indeed. There will be conforming to you indeed. And Lord, you will prepare us for the mission ahead. You prepare us for the assignment. Lord, that which causes men to become oblivious of your grand plan, that which causes men to be forgetful of whence they are coming from, that will cause men to become ignorant of divine truths is rebuked tonight over us all. Our hearts, our minds shall be 
continually be alert to the times and the season. I will be responsive to the leading of the spirit. The spirit of the age governing and ruling the world will not superintend over our lives. We break loose from the shackle of the old man to the reality of the existence of our new nature. Grant us understanding tonight by the revelation of your word. In Jesus' name. And I would have said with me tonight, amen. Quickly, um, I will start tonight. I want us to start out and I want to emphasize that we are in the year of accountability and responsibility. This year is a year of accountability to God and responsibility to God. Um, and I'm saying that because that's the direction the Lord will be leading us in this year. Um, it is fundamental for us to note that The happenings of our world today has been predicted. There is nothing new happening that the Lord has not revealed to us or spoken to us about. And I want us as God's children to be, to be circumspect and hold on dear to the truth of the word. Because in the season that we are, it is the word of God we have that will sustain us. In this year, I'm trusting God that every one of us will be able to come to a place of understanding of the word by teaching, by discipleship, by praying, by dedication, by commitment, by the disciplining of ourselves to the things that pertains to the spirit. Don't forget that the purpose of the church is to keep us together, bind us together in love, so much the more as we see the day approach. And don't forget, the more the day gets closer, the more the distraction intensifies. The more the day of the Lord gets closer, the more the distraction in the world intensifies. And tonight, as we begin in this year, we'll be taking personal accountability for ourselves that we might become established in the truth. For indeed, we have an adversary. 
and our adversary is upping his game. Our adversary is, is wrapping up. Because of the nature of his creation, he has an idea of the season. And so he's taking advantage. But we also, by the revelation of the Spirit, will lay hold on the truth of God and fortify ourselves in the truth so that we are found in him. So that the flesh, so that the old man is not given the latitude to express itself at the detriment of our new creation. Let me say this tonight, there is a scrambling for the soul of men. There is a scrambling in the spirit. Now by scrambling, I mean there is a tussle, there is a there is a spiritual, you know, um, 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 activity going on in the demonic realm to, to lay claim to the souls of men. They are, the, the, the demonic beings are struggling to, 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 to win souls to themselves. And, and, and the tools being used in this time, listen, the Bible says, and the prince of this world cometh to Jesus, but found nothing in him. If the prince of this world could come to, to, to tempt and test Jesus off the way of his calling, who are we for him not to test us? There's a great testing. There's a great tempting. And the purpose is for the scrambling of the souls of men. And the tools being used in this time, church, is lost. the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. The pride of life that leads to the rejection of the dictates and the commands of God. This is the same token he used against Jesus and, and we, we at this time must not be oblivious. Why? Because of the goal. 
because of the coming. The reason for our salvation is for our ultimate deliverance from the power of sin. Folks, we have been saved from the destruction of sin. We have been saved from the sins that, that, that goes on. And ultimately, we shall be saved from the presence of sin. But all this will not just come to us without us putting in effort by the help of the Spirit to stay on course. To stay on course. Remember, he came to Jesus. He says, if you be the Son of God, Matthew 4, Command ye this stone to become bread when Jesus was actually hungry. Now, it was a temptation because Jesus was actually hungry. So it is the thing that you actually desire that he uses. And, and guess what? Today in our world, there's, there's pressure everywhere against believers. There's no pressure against non-believers. In fact, it's getting better and better for non-believers to the extent that the believers have been tempted. Now, the reason is ramping up is that believers must come to a point where it becomes temptation. If you are the son of God commanding these stones to become bread because Jesus was actually hungry. Now the question is, how do we get to the point where in spite of our pressing need, we will not capitulate to the deception of Satan? And he took him to the point of the temple and showed him all the kingdoms of this world. And he says, they belong to me. Jesus did not dispute with him because actually Adam has given it to him temporarily. So he can show it, it, it belongs to him. He, he, he tempts us with the kingdoms of this world. If he could tempt Jesus. Thank God Jesus prevailed. Thank God Jesus conquered. And he has left us an example on how to prevail. And how did he prevail? He prevailed by the word. And he prevailed by prayer. He prevailed by proclamation. Jesus prevailed not by anything except the word. And it's the word of God in this season that will help us to prevail. Will help us to conquer the pressure. Of abandoning truth in this season. And so, what do we do as believers? This is a time for us to be to be more, more watchful and propose in our hearts. To do that which pleased the Lord. There's a scrambling in the spirit. But those who follow after righteousness shall be established. Let's turn tonight in our Bibles to Luke's Gospel, the 13th 
chapter, we read a few verses, verses 6 through 8. Luke chapter 13, verse 6 through 8. It is never, it is never a problem to God to take care of us. It is never a problem to the Lord to meet the needs of his children. Remember, after Jesus won that temptation, of trying to use what he has to get what he needs in that sense. Angels came to minister to him. There are angels ready to minister to us if only we can prove our faithfulness to God. Angels are ready to minister to us if only we don't compromise our integrity, we don't compromise our righteousness. This is the season of no compromise. This is a season of, 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 of divine and spiritual circumcision. This is a season wherein men will stand to prove their loyalty to God in righteousness. I read verses 6 through 9 of Luke's gospel, the 13th chapter. And he spake also a parable. That is Jesus speaking a parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. Then said he unto the dresser of, the, of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this tree and find none. Cut it down. Why cumbered it the ground? And he answered, and he answering said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig around it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well. And if not, then after that thou shalt cut it down. What an what a deep parable of Jesus here. There are three things we are to note in this scripture. Number one, there is divine owner or the owner of the vineyard. Two, there is a, 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 a planted fig tree. And three, there's the, there's the dresser. And from this parable, we know that the vineyard owner is the Lord. Yahweh is God, the owner of the church. 
the owner of your soul, the owner of your life. He says, for without me, you can do nothing. John John, John 15, the, the, the owner of the vine is your life. It's rather, is it's God, is Yahweh. And, 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 and means God has certain expectations for you. Never go through thinking that God has no, no expectation for your life. There is an expectation. And the fig tree is the believer. You are the fig tree. I am the fig tree. And the dresser is the Holy Spirit. And if I can broaden that, it's also your spiritual leader that is feeding you with the word, charging you with the word, encouraging you with the word the very words of God. And Jesus gave this parable and this parable made a lot of sense to those who were listening because they were an agrarian society. The vine dresser or the vine owner had come, had, had, had planted the, 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 the fig tree in hope. That one day, having heard the word of God, having grown the things of the spirit, the time will come when you begin to bear fruit. This year is a year of divine accountability, divine responsibility, where you begin to bear spiritual fruit. Now, both in your, in your life and in everything that, that, that concerns you, this is a year wherein our life must show forth his praise. And before I go on this, this evening, let me announce to us that the realm that we exist in, the natural existence, is actually subsumed in the spiritual. You know, sometimes the reason we, we, we throw caution to the wind is because we think that, 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 we can do some things and go scot-free. Nobody's watching me. Nobody's seen me. Uh, and therefore I can do. No, 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 folks. The Lord is actually the, the realm of the spirit is so real than the physical. God's angel, the Holy Spirit, the, 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 the spiritual realm is actively involved in our world. In fact, they are much more real than we can see. Just like Jesus could walk through the world and, and the world couldn't stop him. He, uh, he chose to manifest to them because he had something to say. Folks, there are many beings in the spirit that are not manifesting to us because there is nothing they want to say to us that the Lord has not spoken to us already in the world. And therefore, never we must live in an illusion that we can hide or we are not accountable to God or to anyone because we are not being seen. No, folks, we are we are we are being highly monitored. In fact, you know, in Hebrews 13, verse 2, he said, Be not careful to entertain angels, 
He said, by so, I mean, entertain strangers. By so doing, you have entertained angels. That means sometimes the people we see around are not all human beings. Some of them are angels. And if there are angels who can manifest as human beings, then also there are demon spirits or fallen angels who also can manifest in the physical. Let me repeat. If there are angels who can manifest as strangers, so also are other spiritual fallen angels that can also manifest in the physical. But Paul says, for, for, for marvel not that Satan himself can manifest as angel of light. That means he can so forth. You can, he, he can come like, 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 a, like an apostle because he also has his own apostles. He has his own prophets. But for us in this time, what do we need to do? We need to be to be to be to be circumspect and know that in this year, this is the year that God expects us to become accountable, to become mature, to become responsible, and 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 and, and stand forth in our place, holding on to Him and making sure that every tactic, every material, every tool that Satan has in his arsenal, we master it. What are God's expectations for us? Does God expect anything from us in this year? Oh, yes. I've been born again for a long while. But the things of the Spirit are so alien, are so far-fetched, are so strange. The Lord said, this is the year for you to dig in and dig down. The very first thing that God expects of you in this year is that ye begin to bear fruit. To begin to bear fruit. Now, remember the story of Jesus in the book of Mark. Mark 11. Where we read of Jesus seeing the fig tree. Now, that fig tree was not just cursed by Jesus. That fig tree refused to, 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 to function in that which God had made it. God made the fig tree to be productive and produce fruit for people to eat. And much more to produce fruit for its creator to it. So that victory defied the, the, the command. It defied the, 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 the creative word that made it. It says, let the fruits multiply and reproduce according to their kind. That victory defied the word of God. And if any man defies the, the creative word of God in redemption, there will be a consequence. 
we are not just called to live the way we want to live. No, there's a way God wants us to live. He wants every one of us to be fruitful. If we are in the kingdom, we are in the kingdom of God for productivity, for responsibility and accountability in righteousness. There is a demand of God on us by the spirit to produce fruit that will abide. And God says, I will give you time. And it says, in this year, I will dunk you. I will, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will prune you one more time. And, and perhaps you see if fruit will produce. And if not, then cut it down. This is the word of the Lord. And this is scary. If we neglect to obey. So Jesus called the victory. Some might say, why cause a victory if there's no food? Now, history has it that at this time of the year in Israel, victories produces the first fruits. And people can come in there and pluck and eat. No, it's not the... the the, the full one, but but there's a there's a first no there's a first produce that people can come and plug to eat and and it feels it satisfies it it, it quenches hunger and that was what Jesus was going to get to eat praise God when he got there that fig tree produced nothing wow wow folks folks there are little little fruits that your life should be producing right now in righteousness praise god and and god expects us to be a fruit in this year by the word and one of the fruits by the grace of god that we will be producing in this year one is the fruit of understanding god's word You will have to challenge yourself that in this year, I will understand God's word. Because, because without understanding, there is no knowledge. And without knowledge, there can be wisdom. So no matter what a man is taught, if there is no understanding, that is the end of the word. Uh, and, and, and I'm trusting God that this year we'll move from the level of hearing to the level of understanding that we may have knowledge of God, that we may apply wisdom to navigate through life. As we understand the word, we'll, be, we'll become able to teach the word. God expects us in this year to become teachers, or rather, to become sharers of the word. Now, don't let me do what teacher, all right? But what people that can share the word of God. By sharing, I mean, you, are, you, you have enough knowledge of God in you to be able to share the truth, to help, to exhort, to comfort, to counsel, to present Christ to anyone around you by the reason of the, of the knowledge of God you have acquired, through the teaching and the understanding of the things of the Spirit. This is the year of decision-making to up your game in the things of God. And as you are able to share the word of God this year, you will also be able to reflect the word of God in your character.
Hallelujah. God's word must affect you. God's word must, must change your thinking. God's word must change your perspective. Amen. God's word. These are the signs that you are in the right place. These are the signs that you are you are you are you are you are following the right path. If if you are always being taught and you are never coming to understanding, then something is wrong with you, not with the word. So in this year, the word of God must affect our lives, our choices, our decisions. You know, our 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 our, our interactions with people. Christ must be seen. That is the evidence that we are making progress towards the kingdom of God. But before we can really, really bear fruit, we must take root. You know, one of the reasons the soil that heard the word of God rejoice on that word. In fact, talk me your Bible tonight to Matthew 13. Matthew 13. One problem I've found out with the church is that there's no root. There's no, there's no root. And how do we take root? We take root downwards into the word of God. We, we exercise, we stay, we pray. We, we insist, we read, we, we do all we can do to, to you see, as, 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 as bad as the internet is, some, for some people, it's the blessings of God because through it, they're able to study. There, there are so much resources available for us online that can grow us and help us to take root deep down. And the enemy is destroying the world. Through the internet, God also is, is, is making something good to come out of it for those whose heart are set up in God. And I'm praying for us that this year, by, by the grace of God, there will be great depths of God's word in our, in our lives. Matthew 13, I read verse 21. Let me read from verse 19. Jesus speaking here. And if our commander-in-chief is speaking, folks, we take his word serious. I'm praying this year that every one of the word of God seriously and apply them to our lives. May we understand that the words of Jesus have eternal consequence. There's no alternative. There's no, there's no other way for us as a church to please God and, and stand safe in this, in this dangerous time of the scrambling of the souls of men apart from the word of God. Psalm 119 says, the word of God is settled forever in heaven. If there's anything that can keep us standing, keep us secure, keep us safe, let no man trust in his own strength. Let no one trust in his own intellect. For in this season, men's intellect cannot save you see, men's pedigree cannot say it takes only anchoring on the word and anchoring in the spirit to rescue and keep us from the hour of, of trials and temptation that is in the world right now. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, see the word. 
Then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is which received the seed by the wayside. 20. But he that received the seed in the stony places, the same is he that heareth the word and immediately or anon with joy receiveth it. 21. Yet had he not root in himself. You see that word? That means there are many people that hear the word of God, but has no root. So our assignment is to grow roots, praise God. And this is how we grow root, by the teaching of the word. And help us see how indeed we can actually grow root. Turn to Isaiah 37 tonight and verse 31, quickly. You see, the reason many people fall into temptation and, and, and into deception because they have no root. And we all know that any plant that is rootless or has no root can be washed away very, very easily. Any plant that is root is exposed or has no depth, has no root, can easily Bible says that if a man's strength, you know, you know, you know, if a man fails in the days of adversity, if a man falls in the time, you see, how do you know that you don't have real strength? Is when you fall in the day of adversity. When a man falls in the day of test and trial, it means it means it, it, the, the strength of its root is shallow. So this is a season for us to. To, to, to grow our roots down by studying the word, by practicing the word, by disciplining ourselves in the things of the spirit and be practical doers of the things of God. Amen. It will not be easy, but this is our only way out to be able to, to, to identify the tricks of the evil ones and stand our ground in the things of the spirit. He has no root in itself. Isaiah 37. We read verse 31. It says, And the remnant that is escaped of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. That means there's no bearing fruit upward without first taking root downwards. You see that? Before we can bear fruit upward, we must take root downwards. So there's the there's, there's the responsibility for us in this season, so that we don't become like the soil that hears God's word and receives it. But immediately you receive God's word, that's the end of it. That's the sign that you have no root in yourself. And God does not want you to remain like that, rootless in your Christian work. Because if you so do, then you are you are open when, when, when temptation comes, you easily fall. So what keeps you standing in this time? What will keep us identifying the tricks of Satan is when we are taking root. And for Jesus, what are the signs that we see that, that shows us that he took root deep down? Guess what? For every temptation of, of Satan, 
He knew the will of God. And he did not only know the will of God, he had the spiritual strength to do it. So how do you know you are growing when you are faced with temptation? You know what to do and you are able to do it. And I'm praying in this year that we will not only know what we ought to do, but we will also have the capacity to, to, to obey and, and put to practice that which is right. For hearing is God glorified in the church. Hearing is the strength. Hearing is our victory. Hearing is our growth. Hearing is our development. Hearing is our actual testimony. For the remnant that escape of the house of Judah shall take root downward. Shall take root downward. So there must be a deliberate intention for us as a church to take root downward in this year. Because that's the only thing that can keep us. We have to anchor in the things of God. So Jesus did some things as a result of him taking root down was what did he do? He understood the will of God by scriptures. He understood what God wants as against what the flesh wants. He knew the flesh should be kept under. He knew the flesh would tempt. He knew the flesh had tendency to go the way of the dust. But also he knew that the counsel of God is for his new creation to superintend over the old. Or rather, he knew that 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 the God in him, uh, the, 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 the self-existing one in him will superintend over the flesh that he might be the, 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 the actual sacrifice that God had ordained him to be. You know, one of the things I'll be doing this year is that we will not be comparing ourselves to men. We'll be comparing ourselves to the principles of the word of God. May the Lord not be tired of you. May the Lord not waste resources on you. How do you explain after all these years you are still drinking? How do you explain after all this work you are still smoking? How do you explain after all this you are still you are still you are still keeping girlfriends? How do you explain after all these years you are still you are still falling short of 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 the least expectation of God for you? God is saying to you, you have the strength, you have the, you have the, you have the enablement for it's God that wills in you and also helps you to do. Now, this evening, before I close, listen, 
You are not meant to be struggling to lead the life of God. Just learn to rest in him. He's, he's, he's your aid. He's your helper. He's your strengthener. He's your standard. You can do the will of God as you as we yield to him. Listen, there's joy in obedience. There's joy in fulfilling the counsel of God. In Luke 6, 46, it says, Why call me Lord, 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 and do not the things which I say. Talk with me tonight. Luke's gospel. Luke 6. Luke 6. Verse 46. Luke 6. And why call ye me Lord and do not the things which I say? It is only hypocrites. It's only deceivers of themselves that will, that will know what is right to do and refuse to do it. In this year, he will not just be Lord by expression. He will also be Lord in righteousness. How many times have you heard me say, it is wrong for a young man and a young girl to cohabit when they've not got married? And you know, sometimes people still will find excuses not to obey the word of God. Marriage is honorable in all, and the bed undefiled, the bed undefiled. Everything that will lead to undefiled or defiling the bed, the true believer must run away from it. Paul for Timothy in 2 from verse 20, he says, Oh, thou Timothy, he says, Flee youthful lusts. This is not the year to deceive yourself. This is the year of consecration. This is the year of obedience. No matter what it costs you, you must show forward life. He's looking for fruit. He's coming over and over again. And you know that fruit which is asking of you. You know that growth is asking of you. You know those things he wants you. He, he is looking for in you to come and pluck and eat. May he come and find it in you in this year as to take root downwards. You pay attention to yourself and to ourselves. These are the rich seasons when men compare themselves to unbelievers, to sinners. Uh, um, if No, 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 no. We are not going to be comparing ourselves with people who don't have any, 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 any motivation to please God. No, we'll be comparing ourselves to scripture and, 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 and to the, to, 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 to your minister in that sense, because God says He says, follow them, you know, you know, you know, you know, your leaders and 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 emulate their lifestyle. I'm praying this year that, that my lifestyle will be worth emulating because it it will it will tally with the word of God. And if my lifestyle is not tallying with the word of God, then pray for me and don't do what I I, I do. 
and lead me to God, he will judge me at the right time. May we not fall under God's judgment. This is the time we begin to prove ourselves. This is a time when we must stop lying. We must stop deceiving others. We must stop projecting ourselves as who we are not. Because he's looking for fruit. How long will, will you become conformed to the image of the Son? For the purpose of our creation is that we might be conformed to the image of Christ. Romans chapter number eight, verse 29 and, and, and 28. As I close tonight. We are called to lead a life of separation. No man that wore it entangled himself with civilian matters. Unfortunately, many have entangled themselves. But I pray tonight that we shall unentangle ourselves. We shall, we shall lose ourselves. We shall lose ourselves to God. We shall choose to please him. For when we choose to please him, men will be displeased. But I don't care if men are displeased. Uh, uh, as far as God is pleased with me, rejoice. And praise him. So we must take roots. And how do we take root? By coming to a point of decision. Personal decision to pay attention to our spiritual growth. We may please him. You see, as we press into this truth in this year, we'll come to a point when we will make some decisions. That will not be palatable to ourselves and even to men. But if we stay long enough in the truth, men will come to a point of understanding. This is not the year for us to be afraid to take some decisions. The Bible says, if the ways of a man pleaseth the Lord. The reason this is very important tonight is because there's a scrambling for the souls of men. And one of the ways it gets men trapped is by disobedience to God. Many believers are so full of disobedience. And for us in church at Oba, we will not be disobedient to the heavenly vision. Every truth of God's word we learn will put to practice. Every truth of God's word we learn will put to practice. I'll close tonight. So read Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. I read a few verses there. I want to zero in tonight to the life of Moses. 
What a story. What a revelation of God. What a pattern set for us. And by faith, Moses, verse 23, when he was born, was he three months of experience because he saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's command. Verse 24, by faith, Moses, when he was come to the years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He refused it. These are days when we will refuse the world. We will refuse worldly suggestions. We will refuse ungodly counsels. We will refuse ungodly practices. Ah. Ah. And by faith, when he was come of, of years, refused to see he was come of years. You sometimes when people come of age, that's the time for them to, to rebel against the law of God. But as you come of age, you come to a place of obedience to the law of God. Why? Because there's a kingdom, there's there's a city, there's, there's a better place that we are going to, and that place we are going to, there's, there's a protocol for going there. There's, there's, there's a way to get there. It's not, it's not broad, but it's narrow. The gate is single. The gate is straight. It's not, it's not, it, it can't accommodate worldly principles and worldly ways. It only accommodates those who have sacrificed and circumcised themselves at heart. He chose rather to suffer affliction with, with the people of God. That means there are times that the people of God will suffer affliction for righteousness. There are times when the church will suffer. There are times when you will suffer. It will be as though you are being deprived of your seeming right. Because it was Moses' right to actually claim, to claim, to claim the son of Pharaoh's daughter because he grew up in the cause of Pharaoh. But guess what? He knew that the things happening in the court of Pharaoh were against the law of God. We are against God's principle. We are against God's commandment. Those things happening in the court of, of, of Pharaoh will displease God, will, 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 will cause a breach between you and, and the first you enjoy with God. Moses rather chose to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin. You see, every pleasure, if Jesus had compromised, it would have been for a season. Do you know, every time you fast, you know, you look like that hunger would kill you. But the moment you eat, you, you almost regret, why did I even break this fast? I'm not really as hungry as I thought I was. So never allow yourself to be compromised. Don't compromise your integrity. Don't compromise your stand. You speak like Job in this year. I will not cause God. I will stand by him. I know he's faithful. I know he will not abandon me. I know he has called me for a purpose. And I will share with him. I will, I will, I will, I will, I will rather him be glorified than my flesh to be glorified. 26, he said, extending the reproach of Christ. 
That means for believers, there's a reproach. The more the year goes by, we will be reproached because of Christ. There's a reproach. There's a there's a there's a disdaining. There's there's a looking down upon because we trust in Christ. Because we are not bending the principles. We are not bending the way. We are not bending the rules. We are not lying our way through. We are staying on the Lord of God. We will be reproached for righteousness. Expect it. For he esteemed the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures. Wow, than the treasures. I don't care what the treasure is. If I, 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 would, I, would, I, would, I would rather stay in righteousness than allow myself as Christ's own representative, as Christ's own ambassador, as a child of God who is born again to allow Egypt's treasure to distract me. For he had respect. Oh, may we have respect. May we have respect for recompense of God. Let your light so, so shine before me that I may see your good works and praise God. God expects us to bear foot in this year. To bear fruit of truth. That we might guard our loins with truth. Because it's on truth that every other armor hands will speak the truth. Our yeezy, our nays, we stand by the word of God. And when men ask you why, you tell them, This is what pleases the Lord that I serve. Or the vineyard owner is coming to check on you. He's checking on us as a church. He's checking on our lives. He's coming to see if there's food. After every word you've been hearing. But God says one more time, and he says, I'm going to dung, I'm going to dig, I'm going to fertilize, and, and I expect fruit. And if there's no fruit, then cut it down. May we not be cut down. May we not be cut down. May we be fruitful. And the desire to take root deep down. The desire to consecrate. The desire to study. Oh, the, 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 the revelation that comes on man that makes the believer knows that his only strength of survival is in the word and is in prayer and is in the spirit, not in ecstasy, not in jumping around, not in not in not in doing frivolous things, but in staying on the integrity of the word and obeying the voice of Jesus. May the Lord try you in this year and find you faithful. May this year not be like the last one. May this year be different. The truth of God come forth from you. May you not lead a life of compromise. May God trust you. 
and commit great things to your hands. May divine hunger grip your heart. May spiritual thirst come on you. The thirst that would that will cause you to long to be filled. That will cause you to run to the spirit. That will cause you to tap into the well of eternal life in your spirit. May divine understanding be yours. May you be able to say no for righteousness. May the truth of Christ be real to you. May you be Christ's ambassador indeed. May you be Christ's representative indeed. May this world mean nothing to you. May the allurings of the world, the pets of the world, that which Satan uses to deceive, he uses to scramble, that which demons use to distract people, the loss of the eyes, the Lord of the flesh and the pride of life, may it, may it, may it mean nothing to you. May the best thing Satan can offer mean nothing to you. May Christ mean all to you. For he's all indeed to you. May this year be a great year. The year of your deeper depth, the year of your higher heights, the year of your divine obedience and divine understanding. Now, as you pursue the things of righteousness, as you press in to God, we find him. Let us pray. Thank you, Father, for the stirring of tonight. Let this day be the beginning of days of consecration, understanding. Let your word grip our heart. May we not recover from this word. May this word resound in our hearts, in our ears continually. And we come to a place of full obedience. Thank you, Father. From tonight, decisions shall be made. Choices shall be made in righteousness. And we shall see it through to the praise and glory of your name. For pray with thanksgiving. In Jesus. Mighty name we pray. God bless you. Stay in the strength of his word. For this is the word of the Lord to us. Good night. God bless you all.